the Australian Horticulture Podcast. How you going, buddy? Good, mate. How are you? Good, mate. Tired, busy. Mm, sounds familiar. Exhausted. Yeah. It's been a couple <laughs> of big weeks for us, eh? Yeah, we've kind of dropped off of the face of the planet there for a little bit since next episode. Yeah, I know. I know. Missed last week. We were going to have a catch-up, but I had one very sick child, and then... 40 degree temperatures and whatnot, but um, it's starting to come back now, so hopefully it's gone away and it's not coming back, it's something else that he gets over pretty quick, but yeah, that and work, mate, I just haven't had a chance to breathe and do anything, I've just been so busy. Yeah, it sounds like you've been kind of um, pushed up shit creek without the proverbial paddle. Yeah, left one job to get away from it, started another job and... Mm. thrown headfirst into the deep end. Good job, but, yeah, just, you know. Yeah, what do you do? That's what it is. That's right. That's it. Yeah. Got to pay the bills somehow, don't you? Yeah, man. That, that's, that's that's it. I've, um... Reptiles don't feed themselves, do they? <laughs> oh, that'd be okay. <laughs> Imagine that. You just come into your reptile room and everything's just looked after and you just have to sit back and enjoy it. Yeah. It'd be great. Just open a reptile park. Oh, I suppose you're paying people to do that then, aren't you? Well, that's it, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, hopefully Finny grows up soon and I can start getting him to take care of it and I'll just sit back. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't trust my two yet, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, use your pocket uh, money, mate. <laughs> that's it. Feed them, clean them, you're good to go. Yep. Yeah, no mowing lawns here. It'll be feeding the lizards. Nah, nah, I'm spewing. I didn't even get to go to the uh, VHS talk as well. Had yeah. To, um, can that one so which sucked but i was looking forward to that too eh? that looked like it was a really good event there's big yeah. turnout by the looks of it yeah i could have messaged tyson and see see what he thought and how it went but um yeah it looked like it was a pretty good turnout and all the speakers were were good as well yeah. i'm definitely spewing a missed on that one but i wonder if doing? um i think i saw this question asked by one of my friends but i wonder if they actually like recorded it all the um the speakers' talks or anything like that, just to, in case they were going to put it onto like some sort of platform, or whether it was just then and there. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. I think that like, do these train? Uh, do the Herb Society do that? That was the that was the VHS, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the VHS. But I'm like, just even the AHS. Oh, like, like that'd be cool if they had their, their meetings and chucked them up on YouTube after. Yeah, I mean, it'd be that'd be pretty cool, especially if they had guest speakers and whatnot, like. I can understand trying to get people to come to the actual events for the memberships and stuff, but at the same oh, time, definitely. I think it would be good to kind of grow your community base. Yeah. You know, realistically, you could probably put it as like a member-only link type thing. You know, yeah, exactly. Get yeah, access that's right. To it, so you could still kind of control it that way. But that would be yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, because, I mean, like not everyone can make it to the to these events and whatnot, but like, you know, even if you had it member-only, like, even if it wasn't member only, but, you know, you get these extra little perks at the meeting, you get to meet the speakers, and mm. if you're a book nerd, you get them to get sign your books and whatnot, like all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. But, no, that'd be cool because, yeah, you could just sit up, catch up, and... I think that's the reason that I'm not a member there. Like, I know that the money's well worth it, but I just don't think I'd utilise it. Like, I, I, yeah. I don't have time to go to the meetings, you know. I barely have time to go to the reptile park or, or, you know, any of the other kind of, you know, options to get in for the membership and stuff like that. Mm. So I think the only benefit for me would be the, what is it, the Red Belly Courier, which yeah. looks awesome. Like I definitely think that would be worth it on its own. But, you know, 
I think if, if I had access to like the, as you say, like listening into the speakers and stuff like that, hundred percent, I'd sign up now. Yeah, that's that's definitely. I wonder if they've ever thought about that. I'm sure they would have, but hmm. I don't know. I suppose you've got to have a bit of a team behind it to get it up. But even if someone just puts a camera, it's going to be amazing quality as long as you can hear the the audio. The video doesn't have to be. But if they stuck an iPhone on a tripod kind of near the yeah. speaker, you'd probably be right. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't take much to upload it from the phone onto the onto YouTube or whatever. And, you know, then if you've got like a, a, I don't know, I don't know how they run it, but like if you had like, let's just say, a members-only Facebook group or a forum or something that you could log into or on their website or something like that where you can access yeah. the links, um, you know, just so not everybody can, can get them for free sort of thing. Yeah. Just an idea. I'm sure. That, I'm right, sure right. they have thought about something like that. But yeah, it might be a way to kind of increase your customer base in that sort of sense. You know? Yeah, have like a Patreon set up on YouTube or something. Yeah, it wouldn't even have to be Patreon. It'd just be no. like part of the membership package or whatever like that. You get an access, you, you get a login code to a you know a particular page on the AHS website, for example, that's yeah. got all the the listings of all the speakers and stuff like that, and where you can get a link link to it. Um, mm. Yeah, I suppose the downside is is how do you control that link getting shared around? So yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. But even if it were, yeah, I don't know. This it'd just be cool, I reckon. Yeah, oh, bloody oath! I'd definitely be keen for something like that to come out. Yeah, like I'd love to go to a lot more of the meetings, but um, yeah, just having the kids, it's just hard to go on a weeknight down to the city. Oh man! But um. The book launch was awesome. I absolutely loved going down. As soon as I got down, man, it made me want to go to more meetings, just, you know, getting out and talking to other people. I think any of those sort of community events when you're with like-minded reptile people, it's just like yeah, it's right. such a boost of energy to your own hobby and, and to yeah, be able exactly. to share that kind of passion with like-minded people like that. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, that's next level. That's why I always get, you know, all razzed up after an expo or something like that. But. I get rest off after every night, every bloody podcast episode talking to you. <laughs> oh yes, well, and then I go to bed and I'm like, oh, I've got to go to work tomorrow. Fuck, can't do that. <laughs> Excuse my language, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it does, mm. it does get me a bit more ramped up. That's for sure. Yeah, it's um, yeah, I, I get more ramped up after the ones where we t- we talk to like a, a guest a or guest, something. You know, yeah, like, same here. How interesting was that last last week or whenever it was with uh, with Nicholas with um. In particular, talking about the potentials of like an uh, not an anti venom, but you know that, that, that kind of like toxicity pill yeah. or anti toxicity pill that he was talking about. Whatever. Yeah, no, I was like, I was listening. I was like, wow, that's yeah. Hearing stuff like that, yeah, it just gets me like thinking and gets me excited and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, there's something that you, like I never even thought of. Didn't even know that was you know even being looked at. Like. Well, it just shows you how much the innovation shows how much they're just tinkering away in the in the background with this sort of stuff, eh? Yeah, that's right. And half of that stuff just goes unheard of, you know. Like yeah. you don't hear about it until it's released, and then once it's released, the you don't hear about the people that you know brought it to fruition or anything like that. It's just this drug company has this drug, you know. Like yeah. it's not all the people who put the hard yards in to discover all that. They don't get any credit. They get a little bit of a name on a paper, but that's about it. But no one else, you know, yeah. shines any credit on them. When they're the ones that probably deserve all the credit, not the pharmaceutical companies. Just because they're funding it doesn't mean, you know, they deserve all the credit. 
hundred percent. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what do you do? I um, I quit my job. Yes. Yeah, it's been <laughs> something yeah, a bit like different said, to talk, talk about, but yeah. Yeah, some well whirlwind couple of weeks for us. But yeah. Yeah, so, and you got a new one now? Well, I got a new one before I quit mine. So yeah, exactly. That's a smart thing to do. Yes, you do, yeah. <laughs> Although it is kind of the employee's market at the moment, so. It is a bit, yeah. Yeah. But no, I've, because um, I, I travel, well, this morning it took me an hour and 15 minutes to get to work. Jesus. So, for where I am on a clean run, it's 45 minutes, which isn't horrible, but, yeah. you know, it's still an hour and a half minimum out of your day sitting in a car. Um, anyway, so I managed to um, kind of line up a job. We timed it the other day. I drove down into it. It was five minutes on the dot to drive drive from our door to where I need to pull up. How good's that? this job. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, I'm going to be building um, tracks and trails through the national parks. With a small group, awesome. of, small group of guys in little remote areas and stuff like that. So, on some closed off tracks, which will be a bit different. Being outdoors all the time now. But. Get out in nature. Yeah, yeah. I've um, I found my my soon to be supervisor on Instagram, and he was posting up you know little videos of an antikindness that was wandering around today. You know, he posts up like orchid photos and lyrebirds and red bellies and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, there's the lace. There's a lacy one as well. Yep. Yeah, so it. yeah, it should be. Um, I mean, it's going to be tough work, but at the same time, I think it's going to be well worth the benefits of it. It kind of um, gives me more time. Like, I think it gives me about between ten to fourteen hours back with family during the week and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's a massive thing too. Like, oh, hundred percent. You don't kind of appreciate it until you've lost it, kind of thing. That extra time, and you lose, and you're like far out, like. Obviously, I'm doing a bit more work on the coast now, but, you know, that was four hours a day. Yeah. That I was yeah. doing, driving down to Sydney and back every day that I wasn't getting paid for. And then you add that up for six days a week. You mm-hmm. know, that's all unpaid work. Oh, especially, like, with fuel costs at the moment and stuff as well. Exactly. Yeah, so Danny and I kind of weighed up pros and cons and, and we decided, yeah, no, this is probably the way to go. And... um yeah, it's uh, four days a week on, three days off as well, which I can't complain about. So it's kind of, you know, extends my time to be able to go and visit family and stuff like that that are, yeah. aren't so close with the little one. Do some herving as well. well yeah, I'm going to be right in the thick of it. Literally in Karingo National Park. It's um, Yeah. Not a bad spot. Uh, well, we've proposed something similar to our boys that are working down in the city. Or not city, they're working down St. Ives and Northern Beaches that are from the coast mm. for... Four days a week, three-day weekend, so... I think it's know. a good idea, personally. Definitely. I would have, I'd, I'd do that in any job. Yeah, same. You know? What's another couple of hours on a work day? I mean, especially if you are sitting in traffic or doing whatever. Yeah. You know, just bust it that little bit harder, space it out over your four days, and then bang, three days off. Exactly. But it's going to be weird for me to have weekends off, you know, because yeah. I've been working Saturdays for the last almost five years. It's going to be a bit, a bit strange for me to kind of wrap my head around. But Why not to do with yourself? No, well, I mean, I've been really slack on YouTube and all sorts of stuff at the moment, and I think just being able to have that little bit more time might give me the time just to you know, do a quick edit on a video or yeah, or do whatever, you know. So, yeah, even just work spend, on some 
little hobbies and pet projects and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like, like, to be honest, like the bulk of reason of it was just because I simply get to have more time with my, my kid and exactly. you know, more time with the animals and stuff like that. You know, having a kid and then having, I don't even know how many bloody animals there are here at the moment, 60 odd animals. It's, yeah. it's time consuming and I need more time to be able to look after them to how I want to. So, yeah. Especially with summer. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. You know, get things feeding and, and whatnot. Like, get some, hopefully get some young ones out, some gillens out, mate. Build that gillens army. Oh, yep. Yeah. I literally just had a message about an hour ago. Somebody was like, hey, I didn't get gillens last year. Are you going to get release any this year? I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe. So, yeah. <laughs> the hoarder. you got to have them to start, so want to sell them. You're like Eric with his carpet pythons before. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of carpet pythons and this job, this will kind of tie back into each other. So I'm uh, part of this job because it is like kind of remote working essentially. Like there's no amenities, no nothing. Um, where are we here? Where are we here? Anyway, so yeah, part of this job was um, I had to go and get my first aid certificate. Yeah, I did it ages ago, but I, I decided to get it again. We'll, we'll have to refresh it again. And we're going through, and the end of the day was snake bite treatment. All right? You tell yeah. me what's wrong with this image that I sent you. <laughs> Talking about venomous <laughs> snake bites. Uh, there's a carpet there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was biting my tongue so hard sitting there with that one. I was like, Jesus Christ, the inner herper in me is just going off. You know? And the same when they talk about venomous snakes, but they use the word poison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I sent that to my wife and she's like, oh, you must be fuming inside. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> <laughs> I just have a giggle. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is hilarious, but at the same time, yeah. I'm like, Jesus, look up venomous snake Australia and you'll get a venomous yeah. snake. It doesn't have to be a <clears throat> carpet python. <laughs> no, that's right. Everyone knows There's... a brown snake. Get a photo of a brown that's snake. That's right. Just put a brown snake, yeah. Just type in brown snake and then you're guaranteed to almost get a picture of a brown snake. Yeah. But I'm actually saying that you'll probably get a carpet bath and if you do that. Hey, at least if they put like a children's in or something, it's a majority brown snake. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but yeah. But, yeah. That no, was good. Oh, that's funny. Good fun doing that course. It's a bit, um, yeah. bit out there. But that's just funny because they kind of went around the room and it was like, you know, teacher, teacher, nurse, this, that. You know, all the kind of standard people that need first aid and then there's me, like the random guy that's just going to go hide in the bush and build, <laughs> build steps. <laughs> What's your job? I'm a bush lurker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> scrub turkey, mate. Scrub turkey. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it, sir. No. Scrub turkey. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen you change your name on this platform in a while. I always forget Well, to. you have to come up as the automatic NPR Studios, don't you? Yeah, I can't change it. I can't change it, but um, I'm not very creative at the moment. (laughs) Hence why these enclosures behind me are still just empty. Uh, Yeah. Time's getting away from you, mate. Breeding season's upon you. Yeah. I've got got tomorrow off, so I'm hopefully going to make a little start tomorrow. Yep. R.I.P. old Lizzie. Yeah, yep, you know, I haven't really followed it too much. My wife was kind of into it, but, you know, 
it's not my cup of tea. I get a day off that I didn't really That's need, but, you know. <laughs> you getting paid for it at least? Yeah. Yeah, getting paid for it, so it'll be good. I was going to go to the beach, but it's probably well, good. So, yeah. you know. I can still work. Well, you might have to flip one of those things. No, I won't work there. You might have to, you might have to flip one of those enclosures over and start one. I think I will. I've got to drop that sh- this shelf down, and I've got everything ready now. Like all the other bits and pieces that I've ordered have come, but um, it's just a time thing now. I'm going to start chipping away at a night time. I think so. As well, mate. Enjoy a nice cold beverage. Listen to the frogs go. He he quietened up before we jumped on here. That frog was going absolutely berserk. Every time I walk into the room, he goes berserk. <laughs> like, as soon as I walk in, he'll go berserk for 10 to 15 minutes. It's hilarious. My wife was in there the other day because, like, this is where our little office is set up as well. And um, she had to, like, move patients around and this and that. And she was on the phone and this thing's going nuts in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I had my um, battery storage... Uh, PV solar course the other day and it was via Zoom all day so I had two days I was sitting in here and yeah he was just going nuts all day and I'm on like a Zoom <laughs> meeting and everyone's looking what the fuck is that sound <laughs> uh, funny joys of frogs that's it they're awesome though they are awesome but um, yeah. I've got some resident parents I've got so many resident parents around my place now really yeah, because cool. we put the um, the swim spa in the other day and we've got just hanging around that swim spa. No chlorine it's, in there, I'm assuming? Nah, it's like a... It's got sanitizer in it, so it's not like strong or anything, but yeah. We had like two... There's two males hanging around that have been swimming in it and then there's a big female just hanging around the outside. <laughs> so, but... Um, so nice yeah, there's another. That. Oh, yeah, there's another three or four. I love it when it, the rain comes over and they just start calling. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. But, yeah, absolutely stunning one too. It's real light. Like, you know, they obviously change colour a bit as well. Yeah. They go from that, that dark brown to that grey colour. Does it have all those nice little uh, green spots all over it? Yeah. I took a picture the other day. I was, I'll send it through to you. But um, you can't really see the green spots and it's not as... um light in this picture but yeah it's got those awesome eyes that the parents have oh it's a nice example still yeah it was actually like that was before it went really grey yeah and it's got those really yellow thighs mm. but um just do you see frog ID app has little badges you can collect now no so when you yeah I saw that they were posting the other day um like if you like record so many species you unlock a badge like a little little thing yeah right that's pretty cool so that was pretty cool I thought it's a good incentive to you know make people lodge more and yeah get out get there badges and, and whatnot yeah. listen to them and that get active yeah. with it I love that app hey it is a really well done app really yeah. really well done yeah the kids love it I love listening to the frog sounds and <laughs> I love stirring the frogs up outside <laughs> that is so fun to them though. yeah I love being able to do that yeah. But I'm just looking to get out and go a little bit for a little bit of a hurt. Now it's starting to warm up. People are starting to find some stuff. and Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people found stuff over the winter too compared to usual. So it wasn't really a cold winter this year. I didn't think so. 
Like we yeah. had, we had a few days of it, but compared to what it usually is, it's pretty mild. Might have been like a lot of that rain and stuff like that, a lot of cloud cover hanging over. Yeah, you know, so it wasn't so sunny and clear of a night. A lot yeah, of keeping that um, that temperature in, but um, yeah, it's no. I'm just keen keen to do a bit more. I should be able to free a bit of time up over the next month or so once I get all these mm. things sorted. Get a few more staff employed. Yep. So if there's yeah. any spikies out there in Sydney or the Central Coast, shoot me a message <laughs> if you're looking <laughs> for a job. <laughs> yeah, shameless plug while you're there. Might as well try mm. to get some work workers out there. Exactly. Work to be done. That's right. I had to take my old bearded dragon to the vet the other day. I saw that. That was an expensive exercise. What happened? <clears throat> he woke up from brumation and... Like, because he kind of hides in this hollowed out log, essentially, for, like, months on end. Yeah. So I hadn't really seen him. And when he woke up, he had kind of, like, a bit of a swollen lump under his right bottom jaw. Mm -hmm. And then he had, like, another small lump on the left-hand side. And I kind of just opened up his mouth and it let go of some clear fluid from the lump and kind of deflated pretty easily. Um, Yeah. And I really propped his mouth open and I was like, oh, he's got pretty bad about tartar and stuff built up on his teeth. So he went in, um, got some x-rays done just to see if that had gotten infected into his bone. His bones, yeah. Yeah, which luckily it didn't. And then he had his teeth cleaned. So he's nine-year-old lizard with a fresh set of dentures. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard of that before. Yeah, yeah, so quite often beardies, beardies get it. Um, I probably need to feed him a bit more vegetable matter than what he what he gets, to be quite frank, or, or mm. more variety, I should say. So, you know, things that are kind of a bit more... Um, Fibrous. Uh, yeah, things, things like... Yeah, kind of like things like green beans and, you know, stuff yeah. like that that can kind of be chopped on properly rather than just a leaf that can be banged down. Um but you know that's all good. We live, we live and we learn. He's uh, he just looks like a fresh new lizard, at nine years old. He's not he's a sprightly old chap. Looks like he's had his mouth done, had crowns all put in, and new teeth and whatnot. It's funny because <laughs> like he's been up basking the last couple of days. And you know how beardies do that kind of like I can't be bothered moving, so I'm just going to open up my mouth and let out a little bit of heat. Yeah, he just looks yeah. like he's smiling all the time now. He's just like it's <laughs> pearly whites. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um. No, it was good good to kind of go through all that. I just took him to a vet that I've had a few things done with and, and she's been very successful with other lizards. She operated on Loki, God, it must be three or four years ago now when Loki had the end of her tail clipped off. Yeah. Um, she just degloved it. I don't even know how she did it. <clears throat> she had like the little tail tip of hers exposed and yeah. she went under and cleaned it all up and so so well, stitched it all back up. But it was um, it was funny when I called this vet. She's like, "Oh, it's not Loki coming in, is it?" <laughs> I was like, "That uh, it's not her." She's like, "Oh, good. She's a bit of a handful." <laughs> so she's got a bit of a reputation. Yeah, we must have a lag. I think I might be having a bit of a lag. Can you hear me? Yeah. It's that uh, I think there's a storm rolling in. Can you hear me still, or? Yeah, I can still hear you. I think there's just going to be a bit of a, a lag here by the sounds of it. Yeah, I'll just cancel my video so you can't see my ugly mug. It might make the connection just that little bit better. Alrighty. See how that rolls but, through um, a bit. 
Yeah, nah, you um, <clears throat> sent me a, a link to a new YouTube channel that popped up the other day that I yeah. will have to check out after this. Um, definitely keen on that one. So where is it? I have to give it a share. But um, I can't really see the link without playing the video if you want to. Yeah, so Reed and Ollie, who we had on the show earlier on in the year, They've started up Aussie Reptile Adventures over on YouTube. So it's basically, yeah, basically just a herping channel where um, these guys are just showing off animals they're seeing and stuff like that. And Reed managed to get a video together of herping up at Cape York. It's part one too, so it looks like there'll be another part coming out hopefully. And, um, yeah, so many critters in one video, hey. You did really, really yeah, well. Yeah, they did really good on that trip, taking off species. Um, remember Ollie messaging mm. me flicking me um pictures and what he's got and this and that and that's when you guys were up in the um nt i think they were at the same time where they were just after you left yeah they were when we were up there they were traveling through queensland i believe yeah um and then pretty much as we we came back home they were in the nt in the same spot in about a week after we were so yeah very yeah. close timing oh, it's good to see a lot more um content getting out there well more people are enjoying it i think that's the thing is it's a growing sort of hobby sort of yeah. field for and you know <clears throat> for for content creators in in australia essentially as well because that's not something yeah. that's real big here yet Nah, like you see some of those youtube channels on this and that that are like absolutely massive um you know it's good to see some some of you guys getting out there and doing their thing and, and just good wholesome stuff too you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like something different. Like I know, I haven't really seen too many US herping videos. It's more like um, collections mm. that have the big following over there. But um, no, nah, it's good to see some Aussie herpers. Yeah, that'll be good fun. I'm definitely keen to see what they've got in store next because I, I follow any of those sort of herping videos pretty keenly. I love yeah, love all that stuff. And I, I love when I sit down and I watch a, a video, like I watched that one, and I was like, oh, I didn't even know that snake existed. Oh, okay. That sent me, sent yeah. me down like a little bit of a wormhole looking up that snake, what it does, what it eats, where it comes from, all that sort of good stuff. So, Yeah. Yeah. No, it's pretty good. But I'm um, going to have to give that one a watch tonight, I think, so when I get off here. Definitely. So that I could probably crack into these enclosures, but I need to get on my phone sorted before I do that. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's your plan? Are you going to like maybe carve out the foam before you pop it into the enclosures? Because I know you're just doing a bit of a rough sort of job. No, nah, I'm probably going to probably going to chuck it all in and carve it when it's in there. Fair enough. <clears throat> Glue it all up, carve it, and then yeah, do it that way. I think and just do all the concrete in there rather than have it removable. Yep. I don't really want it removable. Um, oh, no, I just thought, like, just for ease of access of being able to actually carve, like, you might be able to yeah. do a bit of pre-carving outside of it before you glue it into place. Yeah, well, these ones aren't going to have too much of a, like, what's the word? Um, crazy amount of carving in the foam, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a lot more of, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm just keen to finish them so I can get stuff in there. I've got all these plants now. Um just sitting there growing and going to do a little bit of a garden eventually over the other side because it has shade most of the year so 
It'd be perfect for like you know plants that don't need full sun those yeah. kind of foresty rainforest plants so get a bit of a garden going growing some of my own plants and stuff hey, I know you've uh, you've been sending me little messages here and there of when you've been collecting things out of people's front lawns and stuff like that <laughs> yeah moss everywhere it's insane like I could not believe it just take a little patch of moss here a little patch of moss there yeah. it's absolutely crazy um yeah, I couldn't believe it. There's literally just a... I think we spoke about it a couple of episodes ago. It's just a, literally a lawn of moss that had just grown because <laughs> yeah. it doesn't get, the, like, enough sun. I don't even know. It's, but it's everywhere down there. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know how I noticed it. I drive through that suburb every day, too. Yeah, you drive along the Monobel Road, wouldn't you? Mm. Yeah. It's kind of just off to the right. Actually, both sides of Monobel Road. It's crazy. Mm. But, um, yeah, so I've got, like, a nice collection of moss and plants and everything else so i can just imagine like being a fly on the wall and just seeing jason walking along the street and then all of a sudden going like oh and then just bends down and like scoops up a bit of moss and puts it in his pocket (laughs) like keeps walking like what the hell's that crazy guy doing with that bit of moss (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) but um yeah no it's awesome it looks awesome um, you've got that big tub behind you full of it now with the uh, little jungle drawn above it yeah, no, it's gone nuts too. All the moss is starting to sprout and stuff as well. Mm. I've got a female Boyd staring at me at the moment. But, um, <laughs> she's actually looking pretty thick too. Yeah, you, de- you I reckon you'll definitely get a few more of those out this year. You did well last year with those. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's looking, she might have eggs in her now. Mine have started smashing food recently. Yeah, these guys have as well, but I, the problem is I just can't get bloody crickets enough. That I'd like to get. You were saying that you were you were struggling with a lot of that, hey? Yeah, like I'll no matter where to order them from, there's just everywhere seems to be out of stock. I can only get like limited numbers of crickets. Yeah, I feel pretty lucky in that sense. As we were saying earlier, you'll have to stop past and um, you got a couple of bits and pieces to pick up. But yeah, I can I can give you a tub to start up that woody colony. Yeah, that'd be perfect. I've got. Um, your so, book as well to drop off, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be really good to get into. With all yeah. the free time the baby gets. <laughs> I got my soft copy the other day, too. That came in the mail, so... Oh, that's wicked. Keen to give that a read. I didn't want to read the hard copy ones. I thought I'd just save them, but I'll read the um, the soft copy one. Yeah, wicked. Uh, oh, everyone that's um, that I've said reading it or whatever said it's a really good read. Yeah, so I've heard. I just haven't had time to read it. But I actually got um, I got the complete Subok the other day from the States. Complete what, sorry? Subok. Right. Um, so it's part of the complete series, like the complete Chondro, the complete mm. Carpet Python, all that. But it's um, Are they a python or something themselves, are they? Oh, to be honest, I think there's some type of um, – I'll probably get shot here um, – some type of – Maybe, I don't even know, actually. Like a rat snake or something, I think. Right. So, like, something along those lines. I'm not too sure. Some type of snake. I don't know. But I just saw the book pop up. Someone was selling it. And, um, hang on, let's have a look. Yeah, rat, they're, they're a type of rat snake, I think. How do you spell it? Uh, S-U-B-O-C. S-U-B-O-C. I spelled that wrong. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, another book popped up for sale, and I was like, oh, I don't have that. That's part of the collection. I wouldn't mind getting that one. <laughs> There's also the complete ball python, which I don't have, but that's pretty expensive, that one. Not that I'm into ball pythons, but it'd be a pretty cool book. Well, that's the thing, hey, it's like how far do you go down that that wormhole? Like for me, I don't think I'm going to venture too much outside of Australian books. Yeah, I'm the same because otherwise it's a really big wormhole. Yeah. But this is just part of that series. Um, Same with like the Chimeras, like you can get down a really big wormhole with them. Because they're obviously like worldwide, but um, yeah, I don't know. This book, yeah, it's part of that series. I wouldn't mind the complete ball python, but actually, that reminds me, I've ordered those complete carpet python books as well. I need to fix up Justin for them. Completely oh. forgot. Um, I'll let, let I will me know where my half is. Yep, I should get paid so, tomorrow. Yep, yep. I think I got Ollie one as well, yeah, but we um. Keen for that one. That'll be good. I'm really keen to see what they say in the natural history side of things there. Yeah. That's, um, and it's a, a very large book compared to the other one, so I've heard. Yeah, well, it was about double the thickness or something, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. Uh, but, um, that'll be good. Yeah. So, nah, keen to get my hands on that one and just probably stick it in the book collection like all the other books. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Some I don't read, but some a lot I do. That'll be one I'll read for sure. Yeah, I'm bad. I'm definitely bad. I'll read the parts that I want to read, then I'll leave the rest. Yeah, well, yeah. There's certain like like obviously the whole keeping side in those. You're not really going to read. You're going to read the more natural history part and different pieces like that. But you're not going to read how to keep a nah. really python like you know. But I'll probably yeah. flick through the morphs as well and, and have a quick yeah. quick squeeze at all the pretty coloured snakes and go, yep, yeah, not for me, but that's cool. Yeah, but, I don't mind flicking. Same with the complete um, knobtail. Yeah. I flicked through, had like a, I didn't read that back back to back. I read the start, and but I wasn't going to read the, the keeping bit. But I, I did really the like the natural history and, side in there. I thought that was Yeah, that cool. was cool. Mm-hmm. And the morphs and stuff, like it was cool to see some of the, like obviously we know some of the people working with some of those, so it was pretty mm. cool to see see that stuff I just got that book before um, Danny and I went to to Alice and Uluru as well yep so I took it on that trip with me and I was I I was reading it by the pool having a beer and then that night I went out and drove out to like the West McDonald Ranges and found a you know Nephris Amio I was like oh this is wicked (laughs) you know and then yeah it's pretty cool go down on the road towards uh, Uluru or whatever and and, you know kind of go off into the the scrub and find some levis and stuff like that. It was pretty mad. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, kind of cool to have it on the trip. Yeah, no, that would have been awesome. Yeah, I'd love to see some of those knob tails out in the wild. It's just so funny watching stuff, them but... run. Like, they're just so quick. <laughs> yeah. I was trying forever yeah. to get decent pictures. I just, I gave up. <laughs> yeah, they're quicker than you think they are. You know what's quicker than them, though? And, like, you'd just be like, it doesn't look like it would be quick ever. Is a, um, Centralian blue tongue. Yeah, right. Trying to get one of those things to sit still, nearly impossible. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've seen probably about half a dozen of them now. And they're just, they're whip weapons of animals, though. I love them. Yeah, they are beautiful. The, fir- the first one that I actually got, got to have a real good close look at, like I saw a couple kind of like fleeting glimpses, but the first one I got a really close look at was this little... It would have been like that year's baby. It was tiny. It was like this big. 
and it had a fat tail gecko in its mouth that it was chomping on that was like half its size and it was like it's just smashing yep. back this gecko at like 10.30 at night. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's cool. It's always good to see that, like as much as like, oh, that's a, another, you know, reptile, but it's always cool to see nature in its truest form. It's what it is. That's why we love love these animals. It's not because you want exactly. to feed them a lab rat. You want to, you want to. Well, you don't necessarily want to see them, you know, eating other reptiles or whatever. But when you see that in nature, where it would have happened regardless of any intervention, it is cool to see that natural behaviour. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. But um, yeah, I, it's always cool seeing some of those awesome photographs of stuff too. You know, mm. of things eating other things and stuff. So. But, um, There's always other things that will amaze you. And you're just like, wow, I didn't think they'd eat that. And there you go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, like, no matter what you read in a book, you know, it's always different seeing stuff in the field. Too right. So, so what's what's the plans for the breeding season this year for you, mate? I Fingers crossed I can get some leaf tails. Obviously the boids, which I think she... Like I said, I think she's got eggs in her now, but... um. Yeah, some leaf tails and chameleon geckos would be the plan. Like, I'd love to. If I don't, obviously it is what it is, but, you know, I'd love to get some more chameleon geckos out, mainly. That's probably my main thing, I reckon. Have you, have you seen them kind of, like, start ramping up on the food and stuff yet? They're out a bit more. Um, yeah, I've been feeding them a little bit more, a bit more active now as well, so I've kind of been winding it, like, ramping up the food for them. Um same with the leafies never really... They slowed down a little bit, but, you know, not like some of the other things, but... Yeah. But, yeah. Do you... um Have you already got, like, nest boxes and stuff in place if, if they need it? Um, not... So the chameleon geckos, they just usually lay in their height. Um, okay. They're kind of set up as a hide slash lay box. Um, with the leaf tails, they generally have laid for me just in the substrate. So, oh, okay. So you've just got like really thick substrate or whatever at the moment. And yeah, just, just from the back, and it's just yeah, pretty much. Obviously, like if I can see their gravity, I'll obviously pay a bit more attention and make sure it's um like staying moist and 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 whatnot. But um, at the moment, I generally usually never got eggs till about uh, November December. So all right my leafies and stuff but um that was previous so yeah what about you mate um yeah i mean i'm i'm going to attempt the tristus this year i think that yeah the girl's good enough size she just needs to get a bit more weight on her yeah um which is okay I, I kind of went around today and and fed him a bunch of eggs or you know put in a bunch of eggs in the enclosure scrambled eggs yeah um i am gonna obviously try gallons again um I don't know how I'm going to go this year, hey, because I'm, like, my oldest male, Gillen's my really well-proven guy. He's, like, yeah, he's, he's going to pass, definitely, I reckon. Yeah. Um, which is a bit bit upsetting, but I'm kind of clinging to hope on that one. Um, And then it looks like I've got a lot of boys that are hanging around, but I reckon... I've got a good good male in with another couple of girls, and I might, if that if that old boy um, passes soon, which I, I think he might, then I'll flick one of the spare males over into the enclosure yep. with that female. So I'll, I'll try those guys for sure. Um, yeah. 
geckos wise, going to go the Aberrans and the Williams Eye definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Williams Eye, I'm just kind of doing that full cage nesting sort of scenario where it's kind of like a few inches deep the whole way through. Yeah. Just to yep. try to suss them out there. Um, the Aberrans, they use the little nest box there that they've got, but. Um, yeah. Are you putting a nest box in with the Williams Eye? Or are you just going to. Well, I might do just because of how dry case. it gets in there. Yeah. You know, so I might just get like a little systema tub or whatever like that and just kind of half bury it in the substrate with some moistened, you know, sand and cocoa peat mix type thing. Mm. Yeah. I think I think that might be the smart, smartest thing to do. Um, yeah. What else have I got going? I, I might even do that with the fimbria as well. The oh, we do with fimbria, I might kind of just try to hide something underneath the rockwork or something like that, that they can get into. Um, yes. What else? What else? What else? Apart from that... Oh, I got children's python. Uh, children's python that's just had a prelay shed. Yeah, right. So oh, she's probably a couple of weeks away. So I've got to yeah. try to keep a bit bit closer eye on her, um, which is good. I like doing those. I just over winter, I just leave those children's pythons together, and they do yeah. their thing every year. And I'll pinch those eggs, and they're, they're one of those good things that I just I don't mind breeding them. I don't generally sell them to the public. I just generally take them to the shop and. Just sell them off in a bulk lot, yeah. Which is good. It's good for the shop because they're an awesome little snake for you know people that come into a pet shop to go and grab. Yeah. Um, but it's also good for me because I don't have to fuss around, you know, dealing with ten people or whatever like that. <laughs> um, and yeah. It, you know, pays for a couple of electricity bills. So. Yeah, exactly. And it's just kind of easy as well. Like it's you know, it's yeah. all sorted. They're, they're pretty yet. good, these these children's, like, in particular, like, I don't know if it's just this particular pair, but the, the babies that they throw every year, they're real solid. Well, yeah. they, they just, they come out swinging, basically. So, you know, I'll feed them a couple of pinky mice or, or you know, a pinky mouse kind of like every five days or thereabouts. So I'll kind of pump them up and pass them on. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I'm yeah. Hopefully, I can get some some stuff out. But yeah, like I said, I'm not I'm not too optimistic that I will. If that makes sense. Well, look, I think it's one of those things where I don't necessarily like bust guts to try. I yeah, just I just yeah. kind of like if I get something, awesome. If I don't, yeah, exactly. Eh, whatever. Like I'm I'm not that kind of person where I'm like I have to breed everything. I have to be on it. You know, like. Sure, if I miss something, it'll be a bit disappointing, but at the same time, I'm not going to stress about it. Yeah, yeah. The boys is obviously going nuts. The cockroaches just run across the floor, and she's like, I'm going to get that cockroach. <laughs> that's that squeaking sound, because I can't see you, so that makes sense. Yeah, that's that sound you can hear. She's against the perspex. She is. <laughs> I know that sound all too well, because you do know what? Yeah. My boys do that to me every day in the lounge room, because they just sit there, yeah. and they just see me move or whatever, and they're like, oh, I'm going to jump to the ground and see if I can chase him. <laughs> yeah, because they're in the lounge room now. If I open up that lounge room door, oh, sorry, the the door to the Boyd's enclosure, they just hop out and run around the lounge room. Hey? <laughs> it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. These guys are just legged. These guys are still very flighty, but um, yeah, it is what it is. She's <laughs> <laughs> going nuts. Uh, uh, yeah, I know that sound all too well because my wife's like, "Oh, that bloody lizard again." <clears throat> yeah, on the glass. But, um, yep. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, she's uh, she's gone away now. She's like, oh, uh, it's gone. <laughs> but, yeah, no, yeah, I'd I'd love to get some eggs out, but <clears throat> if I don't, it's not the end of the world. But 
you know, it is what it is, so I just need to find some more food so I can smash them with some crickets and stuff. I might even try and get some different types of food as well. Bit of a varied diet going. Yeah, I'd love to be able to have access to a few different things. Yeah. If I, if I just had a couple of animals, I'd probably just do what um, Josh Thompson does and just go catch a few things here and there or whatever just to kind of fill some gaps. Yeah. I've got a mulberry tree, so I could do some silkworms. They're awesome for a lot of animals. Yeah. You'd probably find that a lot of those larger um, larger geckos of yours as well would do really well with them. Yeah. I might even try and track down some silkworms and the kids can breed some silkworms. They'd love that. Yeah. That'd be good fun. But, um, yeah, they love the mulberries on the trees. So. <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing with silkworms is you've got to have good access to the leaves. Yeah, exactly. If you don't, you've got no hope. No, that's right. Yeah, because they just they chew through them. But um, yeah, even if I had a little crack and a little bit of a varied diet for a little bit while these crickets are still a bit hard to track down. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the woodies would be good too, you know, unless they, you know, hide in the enclosure so they've got a little bit of a food source that shows its ugly head every night. Yeah. It's kind of wandering around in the enclosure. <clears throat> good for geckos, but, not good for diurnal yeah. animals. No, that's right. Exactly. Although but, I, I do find that the diurnal animals will, well, in my case, the, the monitors will actually go and try to search them out, whereas the dragons yeah. will just be sitting there just like, where'd it go? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the good thing is with these boys is they'll tong feed, so I shouldn't have an issue mm. with them. But yeah, she's looking real thick. There you go. But, Might be onto a winner, mate. Yeah. So I wonder how um, mine are going to go this year. Because remember last year, I got like four or five clutches, but they were all pretty shot. Yeah. And then I got like that one baby to hatch. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, I think I ended up getting like a few out last year. I can't remember. I have to have a look. You had at least five or six or something like that. Yeah, I think so. About six, I think. Yeah. Rings a bell. Um, but, yeah. I'd have to um, I'd have, to have a look. But, um, yeah. No, They're such cool be, reptiles, though, hey. Oh, I yeah. I love They're the boys. Just, yeah, same. They are awesome. They just look like uh, a perfectly, like, ornamental lizard, you know. Like, it is so ornate with all kind of cool crests and, like, horns and stuff like that, I don't know. Yeah, just kind of remind you of dinosaurs, like the, mm. you know, but uh, no, it'll be good. The kids will love it again. They're a little bit older this year, so, you know, getting to see the eggs hatch and this and that, they'll love that, so. Got Julesy on the tongs in there yet? <laughs> Not yet. It's <laughs> a matter of time. He'll be in here yeah. every day, which is good because, you know, make sure they're getting that extra food. Yeah. He just wants to feed him, but um, he hasn't been down here too much. There's a bit of a mess at the moment. There's kind of crap everywhere. Yeah. Just because I've got, like, these new enclosures. I've got all the old enclosures they're in. So once I get it all sorted, it'll be a lot cleaner. That's one of those things, hey, it's never done. No. Oh, at least I want it done to a point. <laughs> oh, so speaking of never done, I've been still waiting on those... Um, Name plates, you know those like species plates yeah, or whatever that's right. from Refugee yep. Works. Yeah, apparently they're in the mail, so I'm excited for those to turn up. And then I saw this today; he's shutting up shop. Oh, really? So 
came hit hit real fast and hard and um yeah maybe you just figured that there wasn't enough money in it or it was too much of a hassle or something like that but yeah yeah unfortunately um looks like the guy's pulling the pin bugger yeah, there's not too many people that are doing that these days. So. No, Veridis used to do it, but I think they only do it. They don't do it to the public anymore. They only do it to um, stores. Um, they're the only two that I really, off the top of my head, knew of. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, might be well at least because <laughs> remember how I kind of like ordered like half a room, like yeah. stuff, and then I was like, ah, he's taking a while. I may as well order the other half. You know, just to try to make it worth my while so to speak so at least I yeah. should have everything in here kind of sorted yeah oh, that'll be good yeah it'd be a bugger to try to find anything um, you know if I need to down the line or whatever like that. yeah exactly although I could probably just take it to my sign writer mate and get him to make it up yeah that's true yeah anyone with a yeah like a laser cutter or whatever it is so yeah. I'm pretty sure he's got all that sort of gear because he does a lot of work with perspex and stuff like that so Take one to him and mimic it. Yeah, oh, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I wanted to do something similar, but that might be off the cards now. So <clears throat> we see how we go. Yeah, I will. So I mean, it's it's something that we can talk about with him though. He's pretty pretty handy with all that all this all that sort of stuff. So it's um anything's possible. We might just have to dummy up the information and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, for sure, for sure. No, that'll look good. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I was just looking at my enclosure saying going off like the perfect spot for him. But you know, Let's see how we go. Yep. Yep. Let's see how we go. Anyway, I'll, I might wrap it up, eh? Yeah, sounds good, man. Good little quick chat, catch good up. Little catch up, and hopefully we can get a guest on next week. Listening to us, <laughs> provided our kids are both in sync, on. and yeah, you know, we're kind of like we're always messaging each other before these things. Like, oh, you ready? Oh, half an hour, you know, still getting such down or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. It does me tonight. If you're on in half an hour, you're like perfect. Yeah, <laughs> but like my one's silent right now. Yeah, my <laughs> mum went through a good spell, but they've just been sick lately, so it's been a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. But anyway, anyway. Growing, growing yeah, growing. exactly. I yeah. can't believe it. He, he like he went from like all of a sudden five zeros is into four zeros, and then it feels like he's already getting too big for the nose. Those when he's stretching. Yeah, and then before you know it, he'll be in size two, size three. Like, he's going to be walking by the age he's one, like one or yeah. Like he'll be he'll be running. He's yeah. He's not hanging around. He's not backing off. Give it your lip. <laughs> That's all right. He started to give me those cheeky little smiles and grins now. Those little gummy yeah. grins and stuff. So it's all worthwhile. Ah, that's good. Yeah, and he's that's, even that's starting to get that kind of like half of half of a chuckle to him, sort of thing. So <laughs> it's pretty cute. I'll have to come down and meet him. I haven't met him yet, so obviously wait till my kids aren't sick before I come down. Yeah, but yeah, for sure, man. You know where the door yeah. is. Exactly. I'll open it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring beer. Sounds good to me. Alrighty, guys. So. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. We'd like to say a massive thanks to Eric and Owen and the rest of the NPR crew for having us. If you'd like to contact them, it's best to find them at moreliapythonradio.com and email them at info at moreliapythonradio.com. 
Make sure to follow the MPR Network on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. As far as contacting us in our social media platforms, you can email us at, at shirtlandherpticulture at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as well. Make sure to check, a, check out our Teespring store for podcast merch. The link is on the Facebook page. To see more of what Jason is doing, make sure to follow him on Facebook and Instagram at The Gecko Effect. For myself, you can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, and Teespring under Beaches Scaly Beasts. We hope to have you back next week for another episode of the Australian Herpticulture Podcast. Good night, everyone.